What the fuck? I feel like shit. You kind of look like shit. Sometimes the very thing you're looking for is something you can't see. It's Outer Range. Season one, maybe? Come on in, y'all, and welcome to the Center Cut. I'm Dusty <laughs> Dave. You thought your accent was going to be better than mine. You sound like a dead leprechaun. It's bad. What? And I am Michael. And today we are out on the range. The outer range. Yeah. We watched just the first and last episode, and then we're going to recap the ends, and we have some questions about the middle to help us try to figure it out. So Outer Range is a new Amazon Prime show that came out in April of this year. It was thought up by Brian Watkins and stars a bunch of people, but most notably Josh Brolin's the only one anyone cares about, as Royal Abbott. One of the characters, Autumn, is played by someone named, like, Emojin Poots? Imogen Poots. Which, yeah, that's French for think about farts, like, uh, imagine Poots? Bad. It's also just an Imagine Dragons cover band. Uh, Emojin Poots? <laughs> Well, yeah, so Outer Range had a relatively warm reception when it came out and 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, but still no official word on season two, as discussed. But that's all I got. So let's get into it because a lot happens. Yes. Starting with episode one, The Void. We open with the faint image of a bison with arrows in its side, the ultimate depiction of American expansion. And then we immediately fade into a few different quick shots that we see again later in the episode. So I'm not going to talk about them yet because they won't make a whole lot of sense yet anyway. We'll see them again. That's the important part. But while it is happening, I'll say Josh Brolin narrates about the Greek god Kronos. We get a three days earlier tag and see the Abbott Patriarch Royal, what a name, getting out of bed. Cool name. We're on a ranch in Wyoming and his wife talks about her recurring dream where Rebecca comes back and everybody's happy. We learn more about that situation in a bit as well. That's the opposite of what, what most people experience, right? Like something traumatic happens to you and you like relive the nightmare over and over again. But for her, it's like if it, it feels nice at the sleep time and then I wake up and the nightmare is in the real time now mm -hmm. that my daughter is missing and has been for a while. So it's not a daughter. It's her daughter-in-law, right? Maybe you're right. I don't know. Okay. Royal goes and looks at cows with binoculars, and here's a rumble. It's probably his belly. Everybody knows you don't rustle cattle on an empty stomach. Gotta eat first. Number one rule of farming. Yeah. Speaking of, his wife Cecilia is making breakfast, and we meet the rest of the fam. Royal's two sons, Perry and Rhett, and Perry's daughter, Amy. Notably, Perry is played by the guy who was Ben in Ozark, which was an awesome-ass performance, so I'm really excited to see him in this as well, although he looks very different. And when Royal comes in, he's lost track of two hours. Yeah, so when he heard the rumble, was he just like sitting out in the field for like two hours and he didn't even realize? Like just pondering existence? I don't know. It's either that or the rumble caused him to go back in time two hours. It would have been forward in time two hours. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. But yeah, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, maybe yeah. he was just like in proximity of it and it just like shoved him a few hours later. Yeah, don't really know. Possible. The fam does the only two things people in Wyoming must do. They go to church and then the rodeo. And they're basically the same thing, rodeo and church. You try to see how long you can last dealing with a bunch of bull. There's a lot of uneducated white people <laughs> and clowns and little kids eating wieners. I'll stop. Yep. But the interesting thing is that Royal doesn't really partake in the churchness. No, he just kind of Everyone sits else is back. partaking, and he's just kind of hanging on in back. Yep. He's a sinner. He's a sinner. <laughs> Rhett's a bull rider. He loses. We hear the rumble again, and it cuts to who we later learn is rival landowner Wayne Tillerson, who talks to a bison head on his wall and grunts a lot. Who is played by Will Patton. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is bananas because he's aged 1,000 years since he was the dick in Armageddon. He also has breathing tubes, so doesn't look like he's doing too hot. Not doing great. He calls Cecilia and says, something is coming, something is happening, and then just hangs up. <laughs> Thanks, Wayne. Royal and Perry have lost two cows. Not good. When Royal goes to wake up Rhett, who had slept in his truck, a woman backpacker walks onto the ranch. She introduces herself as Autumn, a poet, and pays to camp on the land for a couple days. Royal accepts... She says, glad to finally meet you, and the camera lingers on her handshake for a suspiciously long time. Weird. 
weird, weird, weird. Why are you excited to meet me if you just learned about me in town like an hour ago? Well, it's probably more than an hour ago. I, I, I imagine that they live very far away from town. If the next hospital is two hours away. Then... Okay. Yes. But it hasn't been, you know, three months that she's sure. been hearing about Royal Abbott. Fair. So it's just weird. The Abbots then begin to check on one of their fences to see if that's how they lost their cattle. When three dudes roll up on four wheelers, a stark contrast to the Abbots and their horses. They are the Tillerson boys, Trevor, Luke, and Billy. Now, I might be watching too much of my toddler's favorite show, Dino Ranch, but these guys are the Tin Horns, just the rival family who's just a shittier version of our Abbott heroes. Yep. Just meaner, worse to the environment, just bad. Yep. They deliver some papers that say the fence has to move back about a mile because it's on Tillerson land. It's just business. Just business. Just business. Something tells me old Wayne knows something about that rumble and what it brings. Just saying. Yeah, Wayne's Wayne knows something. He knows a whole lot. Talks to a buffalo on the wall later, so. He knows a whole lot. Bad. The Abbots split up. Royal hears another tummy rumble, and he stumbles upon a giant hole in the ground. But this is not just any old hole. It's large. It's a perfect circle, full of misty plasma, and it could eat a whole horse. More than a whole horse. <laughs> could eat 17 horses. At least 17 horses. Royal does what any logical person would. He tosses a rock down. Chuck some shit in there. <laughs> Obviously. Throw it in. It never hits bottom, so he gets down on the ground and does the next logical thing. He dips his hand in. Obviously. His consciousness experiences like a flash forward, and he's in a scene he's about to have in the next... I, I think one to two hours because of how far away he is from his house. But he only gets like 10 seconds worth while his hands dipped in. When he pulls his hand out, he gets a flash of two boys, one dark haired, one blondish haired. And my guess is one of them is him and one of them is young Wayne. Or or should I say Lil Wayne? <laughs> Wheezy. His hand is covered in black shit, but it disappears quickly. And he is visibly shaken like when he found out a couple years ago that Biden won and not Trump. This guy definitely voted for Trump. <laughs> when he gets back home, he experiences what he had with the handhole. Sheriff Joy, new character, is there to say that the FBI is going to stop looking for Perry's wife, Rebecca, since it's been nine months. Poor Perry and Amy. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a scene of Amy praying in bed with Cecilia that then cuts to Autumn by the fire, which then cuts to the A on top of the Abbott signpost. Amy, Autumn, A, hindsight, man, hindsight. The next day, Royals matter in a bee stung bear pecker or something like that, that a Wyoming rancher would say. <laughs> and he hilariously tries filling the big hole in with shovelfuls of dirt. And then he just tosses the shovel in. <laughs> then he tries covering it with a tarp, which is great. Pretty good scene. All of these little things he does are pretty hilarious. And finally, he just yells, what the fuck? Fuck. And if that isn't me after I try anything and fail after 15 seconds, I don't know what is. Yeah, that sounds about right. Now, he turns around, though, and sees that bison from the open with the arrows in its side. And God damn, it's such a beautiful creature. Bison are hot. I call them buffalo. They're not buffalo. They're yes, not. they are. No, they're not. That is a misconception. They're not buffalo. They're bison. Well, I'm confident that these are buffalo. Uh, nope. Water buffalo only live in Asia and I believe it's Africa. Southeast Asia and Africa. There are other buffaloes other than just water buffaloes, though. Mm, this is a bison. Nah, I disagree. Okay. Well, you're wrong. He goes to see Autumn, who is a total creep, by the way. She's plucking a pheasant, offers to buy the ranch for six mil, and then asks him to share a secret. Bad vibes immediately. Weird. Weirdo, weirdo, weirdo. <laughs> That night, Perry and Rhett go out drinking, and if I walked into their bar with my pink and green Nike Airs and Simba and donut tattoos, I would be hogtied to a urinal with a beer bottle shoved up my ass. You'd immediately be bullied. Yeah, the scenery in this place is picturesque, but I bet most of the people are just backward. They're just backward. I like it, but I don't know that I could hang. We got a scene interspersed of Royal hiding something in the barn, no idea what, and then he walks out to see his wife but he's all wobbly. Not like he's drunk, but like he gets wavy, like the scribbled porn I used to watch when I was 12. Playboy Channel, 67. 62 in my area. Did you see um, that though? Did you see how, like, did, was it, it wasn't just my TV, yeah, right? No, yeah, it was just, okay. a little, he was a little w- weird. Yeah, that's why you don't dip your hand in a weird gravy hole, Royal. Mm-hmm. They talk about Rebecca being really gone, and then we're back to Rhett and Perry. It's the end of the night, they're liquored up pretty good, and Rhett makes a comment about how Perry needs to move on from Rebecca dick move he's trying to be a decent brother though and be like listen like you can't let this like totally ruin your life forever you gotta let it wreck you it's the only way (laughs) perry goes outside to puke dick move except he pukes right by the foot of the asshole tillerson boy trevor who's trying to sex abroad in well broad daylight dick move Rhett 
Inside connects with an old crush, Maria, and Perry gets in a tussle with that prick Trevor. Rhett goes out and punches him, deserved, and then he goes to get the truck to leave. But Trevor, like most assholes, doesn't know when to quit. He talks some smack about Rebecca, so Perry goes full UFC, chops his windpipe, and then just pummels him to death, just like we wish William did to Thomas and Downton Abbey season one. As soon as we met Thomas, I wish that he just beat the shit out of him. So Trevor's dead. Not good. Perry and Rhett put his body in the truck, and on the way home, they almost run over that same damn bison. <laughs> the body's like just bouncing around in the back of the truck, which is pretty hilarious to me. That bison is clearly a person, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'll call it a bison now because you're so confident that they're bison. It feels like that, yes. Yeah, assuming reincarnation is real, I think this is the OG who falls into the hole as a bison hundreds of years ago, dies, turns into young boy royal, etc., etc., and the beat goes on. I think. Wait, what are you talking royal. about? I think the bison is royal. I think the bison is royal turns into royal interesting i don't know why i'm saying it like that but i think it turns into royal hmm. because perry especially is weirded out by the bison which i'm gonna theorize some more on later but he looks at it like i know you i've seen you before bison i'm you <laughs> more on that later okay <laughs> they get home and royal decides to help them quote unquote take care of the body he has the boys burn their bloody shirts. My wife and I agree. Tom Pelfrey, who plays Perry, can get it. And Royal will actually take care of the body itself. We already know what that means. When you have a magic disappearer hole, you use it. it just makes you sense. Use it. You throw stuff in there. Yeah. But before the plan can go off without a hitch, Billy and Luke show up to try to find out where Trevor is. And they suspect Rhett has something to do with it. It was at this point that I realized Billy is played by Patrick from Schitt's Creek. And he's very ridiculous in this, so I'm here for it, since he was the stable one in Schitt's Creek, where David was the ridiculous one. Luke and Billy won't take no for an answer, and eventually bust the barn door open, but the truck has thankfully been cleaned out at this point. We cut to Royal, who's making his way to the hole with Trevor's body. Mm -hmm. He gets his shirt caught on a wire fence and has to go shirtless the rest of the way. He's in his 50s or 60s, but he can also get it. Mm -hmm. Also mm -hmm. get it. Also of note, Trevor's truck has one of those nutsack trinkets hanging from the tailgate, which is the most fitting prop of that course it does. we've seen ever. Mm -hmm. And his license plate is Trev Forev, which is ironic since he's now just a bag of bones. <laughs> bag of bones. It's a race to the hole with Luke and Billy via truck and four-wheeler and Royal on foot because his horse vamoosed. Side note, we learned that the horse's name is Tilly, which I think is important. More on that later. Royal makes it to the hole and launches that bad boy in, literally. He gets lit up with light, which I assumed was from Trevor's truck, but mm -hmm. nope, it's Autumn. Mm -hmm. That creepy Autumn. What's she doing out here? Yeah. You're supposed to stay west, girl, in the west pasture. Mm -hmm. She talks to him about Kronos, gives a version of the same speech that Royal gives in the opening of the episode. Now, knowing what we know from the finale, I'm curious when this original game of telephone began and who told who this Kronos stuff first and how many versions of it we'll see. Mm. Is this the first time Royal hears it from Autumn or did Autumn hear it from Royal when she was young Amy? Who knows? Who, when does the loop begin? When does it end? They're kind of playing fast and loose with the time travel, so we'll see. Yeah, but she eventually gets to the world's been waiting for something like this and pushes him into the hole. Right into the hole. What a damn cliffhanger. A rock solid first episode. In fact, one of the better premiere episodes I've seen in a while. I loved it. It was very, very hard for me to not continue watching after he fell into the hole. But that's what we do here. That's what we do. That's what we do. So on to the finale, David. Yes, the finale. Episode eight titled The West. Sheriff Joy, who we met in episode one, is just on a nice afternoon hike through the woods. She eventually comes to a clearing and sees an obstinacy of buffalo which is what is called a herd of buffalo apparently but we'll call them bison stampeding by then we see a title card which we didn't see in the first episode so this is the first that we're seeing it and i didn't mind it short sweet kind of cool backwards are like corn yeah just like corn <laughs> i don't know what that was we see an image of perry falling assumedly into the hole but we're just seeing him fall into darkness mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Royal has started narrating again um, as he is to want in the beginning of an episode. He's just narrating about some religious stuff and how he isn't really he was religious and religion was important to him. And then he wasn't after he killed his dad and everything got shitty. We see their dining room table and it's kind of eerie because it's dark and then the light turns on over it weirdly, but it's all empty. And then we see Amy asleep in her bed. Yep. Royal continues to narrate. And this is when we learn that when he was eight years old, he killed his dad. 
shot him, explains it as some stray buckshot. And after the fact, his world went black. Cecilia is burying a body or a bear or something. Couldn't really tell what. I didn't get that at all. Wow. Okay. I missed that. I thought she was gardening. That hole was like five (laughs) feet deep. What the fuck is she planting? A full grown pine tree? She thought she was gardening. Jesus Christ. No, I'm pretty sure she was burying something. It kind of looked like a bear and we have a lot of questions about a bear. So I kind of think it was the bear. Okay. But we shall see. The narration's finally over, and Royal heads into the garage and grabs a bunch of guns and ammo out of a locker. Okay, cool. You just have a bunch of weapons. It's Wyoming. It's Wyoming. Yeah, I get it. We're assuming that this is around the same time we see Autumn, who is also trying to get some guns, but she's headed to the local pawn shop to get them, and the pawn shop owner is like just really excited to fucking sell them to her, and probably without background checks, because this is America. Yep. Amy and Rhett chat. She's got a bandage on her forehead from something that we didn't see. She doesn't know where her dad is, and it seems like Rhett does, but won't tell her that he does, Hmm. was kind of the feeling that I got from it. But he's prepping for like the finals for bull riding or whatever some something special it's i don't know anything about bull riding. Rodeo. yeah that's it that's the theme song and everything we cut to wayne in his bed he is still on his oxygen and has a heart rate monitor going now he's really not looking good the good news is that at least we can count on billy to sing to him he sings the kiss by judy sill which is basically a song about how a kiss can be a religious experience and be a union of two souls. So the fact that he's singing this to his seemingly dying dad, weird. It also kind of looks at this point that he just starts like putting dirt in his mouth. So I'm really lost with this whole situation. That was dirt. I thought it was like the Oreo crumbles you put on top of a cake with the gummy worms. (laughs) Yeah, he's just feeding him Oreo crumbles. That that would make sense. No, this scene, man. So Noah Reed, the the person who plays Billy, he was a musician first before an actor. So yeah, like he can definitely sing. Yeah, he's got to get it. And he sings in everything that he's in. But when he fed his dad the dirt and stood on the bed, I just, I Uh, laughed out loud. He stood up on the bed and was like, like, kind of like salt banging it down (laughs) onto him. It was fucking ridiculous. But he does finally come out of the bedroom. He sees his brother Luke in the living room and they chat. They talk about how Billy and his dad named all the owls that his dad used to shoot. And they're all like above the fireplace now. There's like a dozen of them up there. Some of the terrible names they had were Prudence, Integrity, integrity. Hope. But his favorite one is named Luke. Yeah, when he said, you know what we named this one? The first time I watched it out loud, I said, Jonathan. <laughs> and then when he said Luke, when he said Luke, then it just it just sent me because it was just set up so perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is just a weird situation. I don't understand what the point of it is. But then they're chatting uh, some more. Apparently, we learned the hole is gone. It's just up and disappeared. Luke's disappointed because he thinks it could have made them rich. I think he thinks that there was oil in it, Hmm. is the feeling that I got. Same. But yeah, so he's kind of bummed out. Billy explains to Luke that he knows that he tried to kill their dad. Billy thinks it's because Luke isn't going to get the ranch, that he's going to give the ranch to to Billy. And Billy's like, you can have it if you don't try and kill daddy again. Or something terrible like that. And it's really bad and weird. And they're standing just so close. It looks like Billy's going to fucking kiss him. It's bad. It drives me crazy when people stand this close in media like this. Because like no person in their right mind is standing that close to someone when they're having a conversation with them. 150%. Listen, I I love my brother. And he does our intro, outro music. He made the Bills, Bills, Bills Center commercial drop. You'll hear in a little bit, but he's a good dude. But if he ever, ever squeezed me like Billy does to Luke and just talk so close to and my then face. whispered in your ear and then like nose to nose had a chat with you. Literally nose touching mine. I would just punch him right in the dick and yell, your fucking breast smells like tilapia. Get off me, dog. Tilapia. <laughs> Get off me. It's ridiculous. Why? Like, you don't need to be that close. Don't talk that close to my wife. Shows do this all the time. And it's like people have these conversations and they're like inches from each other. That's not how real life works. Yeah. The only time I'm that close to my wife is when I'm uh, about to kiss her. Like, that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm never standing that close to my wife just chatting. She would literally slap me across the face. If I was yeah. nose to nose, she would slap me across the face. Yeah. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Back, <laughs> back your shit up. It was just weird, Yep. but that's enough of these two. Autumn is 
in a motel room. She's on the phone with someone. Sounds like a male voice, but I'm not 100% certain. And she's yelling that she needs the money drawn from her trust account or the trust account. I don't know what that means, but she needs the money now. She's freaking out about it. It's her money and she needs it now. (laughs) It's pretty fitting that this girl's name is Autumn because she just might be Royal's downfall. Real talk, though, her name being Autumn Rivers feels like a Native American connection, kind of. you got the arrows and the bison. We see some more Native Americans later. It's, it's all very interesting. Yeah, it's it all is all very interesting. interesting. But yeah, so so Royal shows up at the motel. He walks into the front desk and is like, hey, where's this hippie chick staying? And the lady's <laughs> like, oh, 210. <laughs> wow, I love America. It's great. <laughs> Man, he heads up there. He kicks her door in, gun drawn, and she's gone. Out the window. Out the window. Out the window. But he does, as he's leaving the motel, he sees Billy pull around in the parking lot. So there's some kind of connection there. Mm-hmm. Cecilia is back at, at the house, calling around, searching for Perry. She calls a woman named Kathy and just fucking screams at her for five minutes because Kathy is not giving her the time of day. She's clearly starting to go off the rails. This family has anger problems is what they have. <laughs> but I think this mom in particular is like really starting to go off the rails because random members of her family just keep disappearing. Makes sense. And she's like losing it mentally. Understandably so. Then begins kind of one of the weirdest scenes we've ever seen or, or a combination of scenes we've ever seen in, in anything we've watched. So good. Autumn is at the bank waiting for her transfer of money to come through. She's just pacing around. She's got her gun on her. And the bank representative is like, hey, Can you wait outside with that? Like, you can't have that in here. It's not just a bank rep. It's Maria. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's the girl that Rhett wants to bang. They're all all connected, man. All connected. It's Maria. And then Autumn just starts screaming about her, like, Second Amendment rights and shit. And it's just like, I thought this was supposed to be a fictional story, but it turns out it's just normal old America. Yep. Jesus Christ, you can't be in a bit, like, in a Bank of America with just holding a gun and be like, I'm allowed to have this. Well, like... Bank of America also has a right to tell you to get the fuck out of here. But whatever. So they're yelling at each other for a while. And then finally, Autumn is just like, whatever. Fucking tell me when my transfer is done. And she's like storming out of the place. Then Billy shows up and <laughs> tells her that that Royal's after her. And then they just start licking each other's faces a lot. They're like two people making out who have never like don't know what making out is and have never seen it before so they're just like doing it based on the explanation that their like older brother told them what it is because they're just like basically licking each other's tongues and it's terrible and they're all soggy and wet and it's horrible they're going at it so hard that there's a drool hammock between their two tongues oh my god and you see maria just standing there she's so flabbergasted at what has just happened in front of her but I forgot to mention that this whole time, Save the Best for Last has been playing in the background by Vanessa Williams. The volume kind of picks up a little bit. And after this scene of Maria in just total disarray, Billy starts singing some of the lines from Save the Best for Last directly at Autumn. And it is just ridiculous. It's so good because he's not just singing. He is belting Vanessa Williams. Full on, like, yes. Full volume going for it. And this is right, like you said, right after making out with, I think, someone who is convolutedly his niece. I'll explain later. Regardless, she's wearing a red mechanic suit. Like, it's just everything about the scene. This is one of my favorite scenes of everything we've covered. It's just so good. It's just so good. The first time through, it was so out of left field for me, too. Like, yeah, the scene with the dirt mouth in the bed was a little weird, but mm-hmm. this just this just took it to a whole other level. Yeah, so I mean, great. so in this bank, we had a fight about gun rights. <laughs> we had two people making out just the worst that ever could be, and then a dude singing Save the Best for Last. It's just like out of control. Amazing. Yep. But back to Luke, or should I say Shia LaBeouf, who is digging holes. Yeah. He's talking to his mom on the phone while he's digging holes, tells her that he tried to kill his dad. She tells him to get at it, like whatever this <laughs> money-making thing that he thinks he's going to find is. So he just heads back to digging holes. Yeah. Stanley Yelnats. I think it's either oil or it could be some more of those geodes like his dad had in the open. He just rubbed that geode when he was sitting and drinking. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I forgot about geodes. that. Yeah, could be geodes. Yeah, could be some precious, precious things. Cecilia makes dinner. That's that scene. We ride around with Royal in town. He's 
looking for Autumn at this point. We learn that he was a bull rider. There's a radio playing. It kind of covers Rhett's first ride, and we learn that Royal was a bull rider as well. To the rodeo we go, though. This just gets too Southern. Like, I can't. I just can't. I would hate this whole thing. Like, I would just hate being at this thing. But we're at the rodeo. Royal arrives. We see him pull in. He heads straight for Rhett and basically tells him, like, you're probably never going to see me again, but find the thing on the ranch. And Rhett's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then yells at him. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'm done with all this garbage. I'm out. And then a dude tries to kind of pull Royal away. And he like, I can't put together some kind of weird thing that he is dealing with because he went through the hole or if he has some kind of mental issue just because of everything he's been going through or if he just can't express emotion. He stutters for like 30 seconds trying to tell Rhett that he loves him, kind of like it seems like he's trying to you, 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 you can't you, get I, it I out. So I didn't really know what was going on there. Here's what I think. I think he talks like Helen Keller because the universe won't let Rhett find out about the hole yet because it would then unravel the timeline. I think it's the universe is forcibly stopping him from being able to say what he was trying to say. Interesting. Yep. Hmm. That's what I think. An interesting theory. Who knows? But he sits down with Amy and Grandma. Amy gets a phone call, which what is this small child doing with the phone? I guess... America, right? So she gets a call on her cell phone and it's for Royal. So she hands him the phone. It's Autumn and she calls him out. It's like, I'm in town waiting for you. Come get me. So she called her past self's phone. Cool. I like it. Yeah. Rhett does his second ride at this point. His first one was good, I guess. The second one, he gets thrown off pretty hard, breaks or dislocates a shoulder, something. He hits the ground and there's a crack and it doesn't look good. Nope. While the commotion of him falling off the bull hard is happening and everyone's like, oh my God, what happened? Amy just stands up and walks away from Cecilia, who is by herself at this point because Royal left to deal with the autumn situation she kind of almost seems a little like possessed at this point yeah. like she just felt like i need to go to this place now mm-hmm. and so she went she arrives under the bleachers where she finds her mom which is crazy and she tells her that well, i'll tell you everything but you just need to leave with me and we'll get you safe and then we'll go from there it's what's her face from cabin in the woods oh yeah look at that now, it's interesting because I happened to pause at this moment to see who she was because I thought she was familiar. And Amazon Prime credits her as woman. As woman. I noticed that too. Yeah. And not just Rebecca Abbott. Now, it could just be like a clerical error. Like, I think she is Rebecca. I don't think, I think she actually is the mom because I don't, like, I'm pretty sure her daughter would recognize her. Yeah. But she could also be somebody else that we learn in season two, if there is one. Like, maybe she's another character younger or another character later. Like, maybe she's yeah. a young... You know what I mean? It could be a young Cecilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, young Cecilia came back in time to marry her son and have a child with him? Because mm-hmm. that... I mean, that's wild. Could be. That's fucking wild. <laughs> Barry could get it, but I don't know if he can get it that much. <laughs> so, Cecilia loses it. Oh. She's trying to find Amy. She comes across a cop and is like, help me find her. And he's like, nope. And she's like, just like freaks the fuck out. It's like, God is gone. My family's gone. But she is fully off the deep end at this point. Yeah. Rhett throws up because he's in so much pain. He's still going to ride, though. He eats some dirt and drinks some beer. <laughs> Rhett ate dirt. Just remember that for later, okay? Just remember that. Yep. No, I, I don't know why, but I thought for sure that they were setting up Rhett to get killed by a bull. So I was kind of surprised when it doesn't end up happening. Yeah, I kind of thought that he was going to. Right. Because the dude were like, this might be your death sentence. You sure about that? It's this your funeral. Bad. Yeah. So he does do his last ride and he crushes it. I think he wins. But honestly, I have no idea how bull riding works. Same. <laughs> his new girlfriend on the side, Maria, seems very excited about it. She's going to let him make a deposit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Back to Sheriff Joy on her nice walk through the wilderness. And she comes over a hill. She doesn't have self-service, Natch, because I don't think she's in the right timeline for it. And she sees the herd of bison. And across a river from the herd of bison is a huge tribe of Native Americans. A bunch of teepees everywhere. And where, what, where are, when are we? Where are we? What is, yeah. what is we? So she fell in the hole and went back three to four hundred years. She must have. Right. Or is it the future? Maybe. Take back the land. Yeah, could be. I think that we are all, we're all just reincarnated bison souls. I'm telling you. (laughs) Those are not actually bison. Those are souls of the dead. Yes. I think she is in the 
the Netherlands. Great no, the Netherworld. Netherlands. <laughs> the Netherlands. <laughs> She's just in the Netherlands. <laughs> Another world. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is kind of supposed to be like heaven or hell. Rhett expresses his love for Maria, and he just wants to leave with her, and they can start over. She seems very excited about it. Mm-hmm. But back to Shia Lukbouf, and he is digging his holes, and f- he finally finds something that looks like oil at first, and he sticks his hand in it, which, no thanks. And then it gets kind of shimmery on his hand and weird, like not the way a normal liquid should mm-hmm. react. And then the whole herd of buffalo just comes out of the hole, hopefully trampling Luke to death because I am not a fan. Yeah. Billy's the only good brother. Royal finally finds Autumn. She's just standing in the middle of the road. We're going to have a fucking standoff in the middle of the town. And they just get into a whole giant gun battle, but not before Autumn yells, Yeehaw! (laughs) And then it starts, which felt a little over the top. So Royal's trying to, quote unquote, change the future. Or or change fate. He thinks that killing Autumn will somehow change the course of the future. Right. But when will these time-traveling goons understand? When? Like, you can't change the past. You can't beat fate. By going to do what you think is going to change things is exactly what sets into motion everything else. And you're just going to make a dumb face later when you figure that out. Like, whatever happened to happen, Claire and Jamie and Outlander, Nadia and Russian Doll, everybody in Dark, just enough. You can't change shit. You're creating what you think you're stopping. Always. It's an interesting theory of time travel that we've talked about a few times. I don't know that I necessarily agree, but I know that that's your jam, so I don't want to argue about it. Okay. Billy's here as well and helping Autumn try and take down Royal. None of them can shoot worth a shit, and it eventually turns into a car chase because they all realize that they're not just going to be able to kill each other with guns. And eventually, Royal runs out of ammo in his pistol, pulls out like a twenty-two sniper rifle or like a 22 with a scope on it and he sticks it in the the hole in the the windshield settles it kind of down there takes a moment and the fucking puts a bullet right through billy's neck no billy no billy's blood splatters all over the front of that car autumn just freaks out she screams and then the truck goes rolling into a field or a farm or something so naturally royal just drives his truck down there because he's just like word wyoming just you know take your truck wherever the fuck he approaches the overturned truck and is about to kill autumn who is like slowly inching her way from the truck groaning the whole way when this like vibration like earthquake style thing starts happening and it is none other than our stampede of bison who come rolling through here royal quickly jumps under one of the trucks and Autumn's kind of stuck out in the field and seems to get trampled pretty bad. Just straight up mufasa which makes sense given her scar that we're about to see. But I think she's still alive. I think she's beaten but alive. Agreed. Okay. At the same time, though, we do see Rhett and Maria who are driving down the road excited about starting their new life together. When the stampede kind of surrounds around their truck, they lose control of it and end up running right into the support for a billboard that says America tells you that the only thing worth knowing are those which can be known. America is wrong. Bold. Who put that up there? Probably a church. Yeah. And, and then, it'll like, what if you're coming from the other way? It's like Jesus loves you. Once the dust settles from our crazy stampede, Royal sees one remaining buffalo. This one has is one of the ones with an arrow sticking out of its side. He pulls the arrow out, and it just kind of wanders off. Yeah, Royal was just looking at his past self in the mirror, really, and he took out the last arrow, so now he can live and let go. Past self or future self? Past self. So then he approaches Autumn and looks like he's, you know, getting ready to finish what he started. And then he sees a scar over her eye. And then it kind of forces him to recall the fact that Amy had a bandage over her eye that we saw and got a cut at some point along the lines that we missed in the middle and kind of puts it together that Autumn is Amy, older Amy. Yep. So once he figures that out, he puts his just extremely dirty hands all over his face which is gross, and then he picks her up and is going to carry her back to the house, I guess. That's a long walk. It's a long ways to go. Just ride a bison. Just ride a bison. Ride a bison. Easy peasy. He begins to narrate again, and the narration 
is the same line of narration that started the show with some kind of little tiny differences. Nothing that I realized that was major, but like I remember in the first 15 him describing it as buckshot that killed his dad. And then in the second one, he described it as a bullet. Mm -hmm. But he brought Autumn back to the house, laid her down in her own childhood bed and heads downstairs to find Cecilia sitting at the dinner table alone, pretty bummed. He basically apologizes for all the pain and darkness that he has spread across the family. He was hoping to save them from it, but it turns out he didn't. But all he wants now is his family back. He doesn't care about anything else. Cecilia raises her boot to the table and pushes it over. Plates are just smashing on the floor. Pitchers, water everywhere. She just makes a huge mess. It's very intense. What a boss move just kicking the table over. It's just pure chaos. And it wasn't even a kick. It was like a slow push. Hmm. It was pretty baller. Fuck you, Royal. She says everyone and everything is gone. And then their crockpot dinner starts to boil over. And that's the end. Yeah, I have so many questions. If there is no second season, I am going to shit in an Amazon Prime box and mail it to Bezos. But the, the sad part is that he, he probably has some program that hears me saying that. And now the FBI is going to murder me. It's been a good run. It's been a good run. Yeah, you're going to go missing for nine months and they're going to stop looking yep. for you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that is the first season. Happy that's that. But before we get into the many questions we have about the middle, let's disappear into a center commercial. Today's episode is brought to you yet again by Athletic Greens AG1. You already know what it is. Mm. Whoops, there's DJ Khaled Michael again. But you know that we love it. So why haven't you joined us yet? So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things. But it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it fits your diet. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. That's how much we'll pay you if you start telling your friends about the show. But thankfully, their founder did create the solution and is now sharing it with the world. And the best part is that it only costs you $3 a day, easily cheaper than your Kopi Luwak coffee addiction, you hipster. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, Michael, now all our listeners are as healthy as an ox or some would say as healthy as a bison. What should they do now? Well, if they like this episode or our show, they should go send us a rating and review on whatever podcatcher they use Mm. because we would appreciate it. They could also just send us like a voice message on podinbox.com slash the center cut. They could or check out our videos and pictures on Instagram and TikTok at the underscore center underscore cut. Or if they're feeling really crazy, they could even send us an email at the center cut cast gmail.com yeah talking about you you know who you are thank you Mm -hmm. all right dusty dave we have a boatload of questions from reddit to help us guess about the middle let us get right into it we'll start it off with commercial cap four what's up with the bear it's from the future i'm gonna go down a limb early i've already touched on it but i'm feeling some reincarnation vibes And for me, the bear would then be somebody else's original variant. I think it is eventually who becomes Wayne. So I'm going to unleash my batshit theory that's probably proven wrong if I had seen the middle. See, I think it's the other way around. You think the bear is royal? I think like if the bear is a reincarnation, I think it is it is that person after they are person. But I think Wayne and Royal were brothers as young kids. But also, because the timelines are also twisted up and not following normal time travel standards, I think they can be multiple places at once. So I also think, I think Royal gave birth to those two young boys who are Mm -hmm. Wayne and Royal, but we know them as Rhett and Perry. Rhett grows up to be Wayne after growing through the hole at some point, and Perry comes out the hole as Royal. They forget their past when they come through the hole. That would explain Cecilia saying that Royal came up on the ranch not knowing anything about his past. What the fuck? Rhett 
is the one wanting to get away from the ranch and lives off in that big ass house as Wayne. And he takes on the last name Tillerson because the family horse he vaguely remembers was named Tilly and Perry becomes royal. Are you even remotely on board? Nope. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> what part of it doesn't make sense? The All the incest. Just there's so much incest. Yeah, that's what happens with time travel. You have sex <laughs> with your what family. With time travel. There's nobody else. Have you seen it. Back to the Future? Yes, I have. And, and there was almost realizes incest. it's his. Mo- yeah, but he, as soon as he realizes, he's like, "Whoa!" Fuck. Yeah, they don't realize. They don't Pat, realize. Uh, I don't know. So basically, what you're saying is this: this eight year old who was royal came out of wherever, like mm-hmm. plopped from going through the hole at the age of eight, didn't know who he was or anything, and just stumbles upon this girl named Cecilia and her family. And then he's just like the first girl he meets after he comes out when he's eight. He's like, I'm, I'm eventually gonna put my dick right in her. No, no, no. I think he comes out as Perry, Perry's age, and finds Cecilia, a younger Cecilia, and he becomes royal. He's the royal that we see. I'm like so lost with your whole theory. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I think that Perry and Royal and the young dark haired boy are all the same person. I think that the little blonde headed boy, Rhett and Wayne are all the same person at just different stages of their life, pre and post whole memory. But ha- then how could they exist in- at the same time then? Because they went through the hole, man. The hole makes you all wavy and wobbly and you can be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. a theory, okay? It's probably okay. proven wrong in the middle. Okay. I can't wait. Till, I'm probably going to watch some of this like tonight, and I can't wait to text you <laughs> and be like, what's wrong with you? you idiot. <laughs> All right. Our second question from Commercial Cap 4. What is the role of the land and the native people in the context of the broader themes of the show? Outside of the time travel stuff, a big theme from the end seems to be old versus new. Like you have the old riding horses living off the land, Abbots, versus the riding four-wheelers living in a fancy house, Tillerson's trying to take the Abbott's land. And isn't that the same thing as the frontier whites coming in with their newfangled wagons saying, fuck you to the Native Americans and their people of the land ways? And, and it's not to say that the old ways are better either. Like I've said it a million times, the past sucks. We make inventions because the old ways chug ass. It's not that one is right and one is wrong. It's just, it's just more like, here it is. It's gray, baby. I kind of feel like this is more like Mother Nature's way of trying to return the land to its natural state. So for me, I actually think that Royal and then eventually Joy, who we see a share of Joy in whatever place with all the buffalo. I think this is the future and this is how the world kind of returns back to a more natural state out of necessity from humanity killing the earth yeah i don't i don't hate your theory i know it's different than mine i i, I could see both of them being right because i actually had there's some couple questions later that i connect almost to what you're saying so yeah hmm. next set of questions from reddit from astronomically who was autumn talking to on the phone either time so this is part of my theory is that autumn works for some kind of organization whether it's a government organization or a scientific organization or something like that that realizes that something weird is going on in this part of the world and sent her to try and acquire it in order to study it and to probably end up eventually exploiting it. So I think that who she is talking to, I don't I, like, I'm not just going to say a name like Steve. I think it's like her boss. Give me all the money that we got to buy this damn thing from this bastard so we can mess with this hole. Okay. I not at all what I was thinking. In the finale, she's talking to a dude and telling him that she needs to withdraw money from the trust. And then because he ends up showing up at the bank with her, I'm guessing it's Billy. I don't know what the either time part means, so I'm just going to choose to ignore that part of the question. Go me. But the answer is Billy. She's asking for him to withdraw all of like the money from his, all his dad's money. Potentially. Hmm. So our next question from Astronomaly. Why did the mountaintop disappear? The only way I can sort this one out is if Royal sees his future when he goes in the hole and in the future, either some developer lopped off the top of the mountain to make a giant mountain hot spring jacuzzi, or it just happened naturally like a rock slide or avalanche or whatever happens to the top of mountains. Science, we know, is not my thing. Okay. The operative part is that it's in the future. Interesting. (laughs) I can't believe you think that's a logical answer. (laughs) Because your theory is just fucking bananas. And if I go into it every time, it's going to be a nightmare. So I'm going to connect this to a later question. I think that the mountaintop disappears as soon as Royal agrees to sell the ranch to Autumn. Okay, maybe. Next set of questions from Gold Leotardis. What song did Billy sing at the funeral? 
good connection to Will Patton and Armageddon. I'm going to say I don't want to miss a thing. Mm, I could actually see that. Mm-hmm. I could see about that out. He's proven that he will sing anything as evidenced by the Vanessa yeah. Williams, the finale and whatever the hell that dirt bed song was. So it, it's kind of tough to narrow down. It's not like there's only one genre, but I do bet it's something ridiculous that makes everybody feel awkward at the funeral. So I think in his mind, he wants to let everybody know he had nothing to do with Trevor's death. So he breaks into Shaggy's. It wasn't me. No, I didn't kill Trevor. It wasn't oh, me. Oh, my God. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> he, just, he just goes all into it, and it's great. That would be absolutely ridiculous. I'm probably going to watch the rest of this, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to imagine the funeral isn't many episodes after the first episode, because Maybe. he dies in the beginning, so I doubt sure. it's very long. If I am watching this, and that <laughs> is correct, I'm not watching anymore. I'm turning it off. <laughs> I'm turning it off. I don't I don't want to see it. <laughs> uh, All right. Another question of Gold Leotardis. What happened to Cecilia's hand? She got mad for like the 47th time, punched a hole in the drywall. <laughs> Anger issues, man. Yeah. She needs to take a chill pill. Maybe hop in that mountain jacuzzi or something. The just mountain jacuzzi. <laughs> throwing shit, embarrassing herself at the rodeo, kicking over tables. Just my kind of lady. Yeah. She's really intense. I think she got bit by the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You could be right. Maybe. Possible. A lot of people talk about the bear. Yeah. A lot of these questions are about the bear. Yeah. Next set of questions from Accomplished AD 3484. Where does Billy tell Sheriff Joy Trevor's body has been for four days? I think he just tells her about the hole. I think he just says, like, I threw it in this hole. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I actually just thought of this now, which is better than what I had written in my notes. Was it he just told her it's in the hole? No, I think he tells her that it's inside a bear. I don't know. I don't know how oh, or why, no. but... Papa Wayne ends up with Trevor's body inside of it. There are questions later about bear's teeth. So it's clear that that thing got got like the bear is dead. Yeah. I'm like 95% sure that Cecilia was burying it when she was digging her hole. She wasn't just gardening. I think it's earlier and I think that's how they find the body. They find the dead bear and Trevor's body's inside it. Oh, like it ate him. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, Accomplish also asks, what kind of animal does Frank tell Sheriff Joy people have seen at his place? Based on what we saw and other questions, I think this either has to be that bison or a bear. And since we don't know who the heck Frank is and he's not one of the Abbots, I'm out on the bison and in on the bear. I've already staked my claim. Bison's past life royal. Bear's past life Wayne. Who the fuck is Frank? But it's definitely the bear. We're in agreement. Next question. What is the fundamental disagreement between royal and autumn? I think she wants to like study the hole and figure out what it is and what it can do and use it to her advantage. And Royal's just like, no, no money touch the hole. Everyone leave the hole alone. I don't want anyone near the hole. Wow. Okay. I didn't think like that at all. Now, at first I was thinking it was selling the ranch versus not selling the ranch, but I actually think it's bigger than that. And I think it's fate. Autumn believes that everything is written and can't be changed. And Royal believes things are more fluid and the future can be changed. Mm. You know, we, we already know I'm definitely the past can't be changed guy. So I guess by that logic, I have to say that the future can't be changed only because the future has happened because we have Autumn who is from the future. And from later questions, we know Royal has seen the future. So then that's a part of his past now. And that can't be changed. It's hard to think about, but I don't think it can be changed. I'm Extra on Autumn's hard for side. anyone else who's not in your brain yeah. because your theory is just wild. I'm on Autumn's side. You can't change fate. We do know that. Another question from Accomplished. Why does Billy end up joining Autumn? I think it's all of Autumn's doing. We, we've talked about it. She believes the future set in stone. My guess is she has also seen the future and she knows that in the future, Billy is gone because based on the finale we see him die in the accident Mm -hmm. so she uses that as the reason to have him help her because she knows he's expendable so she uses her charm and seduces him just one game of just the tip in his chevy and he's just putty in her hands okay so i mean the first whole half of that doesn't matter at all what you're saying is that she seduces him into joining her right and and she does it because she purposely picks him because he's expendable. So I think that Billy ends up joining on him because his penis told him to. So same answer. <laughs> same answer. Yep. Yeah. What is the significance of Amy's drawing in episode one? This was weird because if I asked my child to draw heaven and then they drew all of my living family there, I would be concerned. <laughs> it's like we're all still alive. Mm-hmm. With the exception of maybe your mom, Rebecca. Maybe your mom. Why are we currently in heaven? So I thought that was weird. But I also think that it's important because 
it looks like the ranch. You got the mountains in the background and like it's a grassy field that everyone is standing in. So I think this is our clue that this place that Sheriff Joy is in currently is like an otherworldly dimension afterlife type of place. Okay, so you don't think it's the future. You think it's a whole other place. Heaven. Okay. But maybe not heaven, but just like the afterlife. Sure. Kind of purgatory okay and i also find it's interesting that it's painted on an old washcloth or some shit it was the weirdest yeah. looking paper i've ever seen it was so floppy yeah no it wasn't paper it was <laughs> like they gave them canvas to paint it was weird yeah but i think all of those people in the background because there's a bunch of randos in the background of the field mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think those people are the bison souls man just heard of bison heard of random people and just makes too much sense okay my answer all right what snack isn't in the hole Dude, I just realized recently that Fritos are underrated. Ashley makes this stuff for the Super Bowl every year called Cowboy Caviar. It's just a bunch of beans and corn and shit mixed with apple cider vinegar. But it's delicious. You get those Frito scoops to dip in it. And I think these are cowboys we're talking about. Fritos seems like a thing that white people in Wyoming would eat. So I'm going to go with Fritos. But part of me also kind of wants it to be Funyuns. (laughs) Funyuns. Yeah, so the snack that isn't in the hole is Josh Brolin. He was in there, but he's not anymore. He is a snack that is accurate. (laughs) Next set of questions are from Strict Extension. What is BY9? I think this is the name of the scientific organization that Autumn works for. Ooh. I'm going to connect it in another few questions, but I think it's a council of nine different tribes of Native Americans in the surrounding areas of Wyoming. They're called the Bringing Back Yesteryear 9. I am here for it. The Bringing Back Yesteryear 9. <laughs> uh, okay. Strict Extension also asks, what does the bear say? What does the bear say? This, there's not a talking bear in the show. I refuse to believe it. It's not that type of show. I think it just grunts and it sounds suspiciously like Wayne in the opening scene in the first episode because it's him. I'm telling you, the bear is Wayne. A bear says, and a cow says, moo, and a bison says, move, bitch, get out the way. Yeah, pretty much. Next question. Does the whole lead to the upside down? No, we're already in the upside down. I think that's just the way out. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about that. Maybe. (laughs) I also said no, but this is the perfect venue to share my very quick thoughts about the new season of Stranger Things, because that's what it's referencing. I'm only a couple episodes in, so maybe I'll end up thoroughly enjoying it, but I just can't with these old ass kids. Jonathan looks like he's 40 fucking five and he's playing an 18 year old. It is almost Tony and 13 Reasons Why Level Bad. I literally don't care about 11 at all, like mostly because Millie Bobby Brown is obnoxious IRL. And, And listen, I'm a super nostalgic person. I love thinking and talking about the past, but do not force feed me nostalgia. I want to obtain it on my own terms. It just (laughs) feels so shoved into my face this season. Like we get it. It's the 80s. Maybe it's just me, but prior seasons seemed to just a tad bit more subtle about it. And I appreciate that. I don't know. They hit it pretty hard in the beginning, like to sell you that it's the 80s. So we know Uh like you don't have to every episode reference it. We know. We know where we're at now. Yeah, I know. It makes me sound like a curmudgeon, but okay. Okay. Our next question comes from Indigo Kid Band. Is Royal the hero or villain? Neither. This is lost in a nutshell. There's no black and white. The world's set up that way, but it's a cosmic joke. There's no good versus evil. Everybody's a shade of gray. Yeah, some people are probably more on, on one side of the scale than others. Maybe there's maybe there's a 1%, Trevor, really just pure evil, like your serial killers, your child molesters. Your blackjack randles. Yeah, I bet they've probably helped an old lady cross the street and they hold in their farts in public spaces. So, like, are they 100% evil still? I I don't know. Yeah, 100%. Royal has done some bad stuff, but he's also a good family man who cares about his wife, his sons, his granddaughter, and he'd do anything to to make their lives better. Right. So I don't know. I just think neither everyone's gray. I agree. I also think neither. It's kind of annoying when a show is like very, very clear about who the good guy is and who the bad guy is. That kind of annoys me a little bit. Yes, I understand we can have some guidance, but I hate when the good person is 100% good and unable to waver from that and the opposite so yeah i think this show actually does a really good job of like kind of making it all gray like you were saying like it's yeah. just everyone's got a little bit of good and bad in them and just depends on your motivation and what you're doing yeah 100 percent. yeah killing people bad killing people to protect your family good well maybe not good but neutral neutral next question from alfred the butler like the butt is spelled like a butt whom did the land belong to in the future if it didn't belong to the Abbots anymore? I think uh, the answer is Autumn. I think it's the BY9 Native American tribes. The land went back to who it belongs to in the first place. 
if you subscribe to the idea that land belongs to anybody, that's a whole other thing. I think it's the Native Americans. Okay. So the next question, I can't wait to hear your explanation. What were they pumping from the land in the future? I mean, if this answer is not oil, then I don't know anything about the natural world around me. (laughs) What else could you pump from the land with any value? Like, it's not water or sewage. Like, yeah, you can pump those, but it probably costs more than you'd get for it for the water. Do you think this, like, dimensional goo is something? No, I don't. The answer is 100% oil. If you say anything other than oil, you're wrong. I think it's got to be oil as well, but I'm interested in your argument that these return the earth to yesteryear nine whatever Native American tribes also agreed to pump the land for oil in the future. Yeah, why not? They got to live. <laughs> Well, that doesn't make any sense. How are they going to heat their teepees? <laughs> Sustainable resources. Bison poop. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Next set of questions from Kapakurku. Kapakurku. Where has Perry gone? He's gone in the hole. Yeah, we see him falling in the hole. But I, I, I'm going to reiterate my theory from the top of the questions. I think he is royal. He is traveling backwards to when he shows up on the ranch and meets a younger Cecilia with a forgotten past and a penchant for fucking to make two boys, Rhett and Perry. And so the cycle continues. Interesting. What were the circumstances that led to Royal shooting his father? Why didn't he go to prison for it? Okay, this is a harebrained theory, I admit. Oh, great. I think at some point, old Royal goes in the hole again and comes out way earlier and as a young kid, but with the knowledge that he needs to kill his dad to end the loop. I don't think it's true, obviously, because it's part of what creates the loop, but he shoots his dad on purpose is the key point there. And he doesn't go to prison because his dad was a dick, just a huge dick. There was a documentary I watched a year or two called No One Saw a Thing, where this whole Midwestern town just hated this one dude. So they ended up murdering him and they all banded together and, and it's remained unsolved because they just hated him so much because it's like they can't arrest the whole town. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like that, that this just this town wanted him to die. So they let it slide. Um, I don't think he went to prison because he was eight. <laughs> He was eight years old. (laughs) Okay, why do you think he kills him, though? I think that they may have just been hunting and Royal shot him by accident. And then I got thinking, like, what if Royal's dad was a bear? Not, like, in a sense that his soul is in the bear, but a sense that Royal was raised by a bear, like, in the Jungle Book. (laughs) (laughs) So then maybe, just maybe, it's not necessarily what did the bear say, but what did he sing? Bear necessities, (laughs) simple bear necessities. Wow. You know... I would love to say like that is so not possible, but I mean... But it's like really close to your theory. Yeah. It's me jokingly making a stupid answer, (laughs) and it's like so close to your dumb theory. It's quite possible. (laughs) All right, now we're to the fun part of our questions. Because we got so many of them, we had to do the thing that we do sometimes when we get a lot of questions. We're going to narrow our answers here for this next, all these next questions. We're going to be limited. We can only say our answer in four words, and we have to say it in our best cowboy accent. Four words only. First set here from Reddit Burner underscore 5225. Will Royal ever see his parents again? You bitch your hat. He is his parents. Why did Rhett eat sand? He's a cowboy, damn it. Tastes better than vomit. Who helps Royal use a computer? My ma helps, pa. Amy. Always showing future. <laughs> All right, our next our next set is from <laughs> Eschism. Yeah. All right. Eschism is when you sneeze and ejaculate at the same time. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just a guess. It sounds right. Eschism. 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 What does Wayne like to drink? Tequila. Just like Rhett. Whiskey. Like big man. <laughs> How did Amy get the cut on her head? Riding anything ain't easy. Stray Angra Cecilia projectile. (laughs) What disappeared when Autumn and Royal shook hands the second time? Autumn's necklace. What the? By God, the mountaintop. (laughs) Oh, that actually got off the rail. He sounded like an 1840s prospector. (laughs) (laughs) By God, the mountaintop. What happens to Carl, the county assessor? It falls in the hole. Thrown in the hole. Ooh, thrown in the hole. Mm -hmm. What happens at the poker game? Who wins? How do they win? What do they win? Royal flush. Lots of cash. Stripping. Cecilia. Flush. Penis. <laughs> Next question. What does Trevor's mother do at his funeral? Blames Wayne for everything. Divorces Wayne. Gold digger. Oh, I think they were divorced long before that, friend. <laughs> Who has a fine nutcracker? Maria. Rhett dances. 
Wink. Josh Brolin's huge pecker. <laughs> really settling into the accent. Next question. What does Billy offer Amy in the truck? It's got to be candy. <laughs> you can suck it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. no. Songs and slop of kisses. To Amy? Part of this question actually made me think, like, were they referring to Autumn? Oh, oh my God. I thought it was Autumn. I was answering it as if it was Autumn. Yeah, you just talked a lot about (laughs) Billy having sex with a child. I was picturing it as Autumn. Well, part of me thought that maybe this person just calls Autumn Amy now because they know that that is who she is. But we'll never know. You also talked about child molestation. We'll know when we watch the middle. It's fine. (laughs) It's not fine at all. We have said worse things. That's true. When Royal wakes up in a strange place after Autumn pushes him into the hole, what does Cecilia tell him to do? Take a shower, stinky. Stop drinking that whiskey. Next question. What does Autumn need at the pharmacy? What else? Drugs, obviously. Plan B. Billy fucks. (laughs) (laughs) What does Cecilia do with the baby bear's teeth? Makes Amy a necklace. She fashions a necklace. What does Rhett do to Officer Mark's vehicle? Punches through a window. Hung over. Poops in it. (laughs) Who is with Royal when he sees himself die? Autumn. Can't change fate. His big daddy Baloo. (laughs) Next set of questions from Marchesk. Where did Royal go after being pushed in the hole? Future, of course. The future. Hates it. (laughs) Hates it. Who found Trevor's body? Billy. Thanks, other questions. The pawn shop owner. He seemed more important. Then the show gave us credit for in the first and last episode. Sure. Sure. How did Autumn lose her necklace? Perry grabbed while falling. <laughs> Boss shaking Royal's hand. What word did Autumn say to the bear? Fate. Then it dies. She done whispered. Necessities. <laughs> Wasn't that one of the names of the owls, too? <laughs> that was named necessity. Who showed Billy the hole? Autumn. Hers. In truck. <laughs> <laughs> Autumn, you dang witch. What caused the hole to close? Perry falling in there. Billy singing. Dried her. Dried, <laughs> dried her. Right up. No, her. Dried her. It's her hole. <laughs> All right. Our last set of questions comes from Nazooms. That's what it sounds like when you sneeze and ejaculate at the same time. <laughs> same thing. It's another word for a schism. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Why is the crock pot shaking? Bison stew. Somebody's soul. There's bison in there. <laughs> <laughs> you just sounded like Shaggy. What? You sounded like Shaggy. Like There's a bison in there. <laughs> Next question. Is there a difference between the hole itself and the lava slash liquid? Hole's entrance. Liquid's exit. Hole, portal. Liquid, vehicle. Interesting. Has Royal only traveled once through the hole or multiple times? Multiple. Perry is Royal. He goes every Sunday. <laughs> And wow, I feel like we nailed at least 32% of those. Definitely not. But we had fun doing it. We did have fun doing it. Now, the important part to find out, will we go back and watch the middle? It's time for... Center counts. Yep. This is the first thing that we have covered in a while that I've been like really, really wanting to go back and watch that I like didn't want to stop watching when I watched the first episode. I'm going to give it a six out of seven. I definitely will go back and watch this. And I really like the the premise and the ideas. There's a few little things that are like funny, but also kind of like break the mystery for me. <laughs> like Ooh. the bank scene was great and hilarious, but it was also like so out of left field that it almost <laughs> felt like it kind of ruined like the mood you get in when you're watching this kind of thing i really like it i'm definitely going to go back and watch it six yeah i am going to give out i'm going to do it i think this i'm fairly certain this is my first seven out of seven but i just love it man this is the stuff i look for in a show time travel mystery box slash hole it's got the characters with dark past that you only learn about piece by piece like lost it's got the insane connections and people being their own relatives i think like dark it's got owls and a sheriff walking through the woods and finding supernatural shit like twin peaks it's got great actors it's got cool shots the scenery is fucking breathtaking do i care about rodeos and churchgoers and missing cattle no but noah reed from schitt's creek singing ridiculously all the time more than makes up for it (laughs) i can't wait to go watch the middle Mm. and i there had better be a season two or i'm telling you bezos shit in a box man shit in a box seven out of seven all right well, that's out of range. Hopefully, season one. That is right. I, this is between the two of us. It's the highest ranking. We had thirteen out of fourteen. Sure. 
Good shit. Now, David, that wraps us up for a little bit. What do we have coming up next? Well, next week, we're going to talk about more outer range, but we're going to answer a question in our center chat. Would we rather ride a bull once a week or get in a bar fight once a year? We will discuss that. I am interested to see if I can sway you. Mm, You're not going to be able to. And then after that, we are covering on July 6th, Mr. Nobody. Jared Leto establishment (laughs) that we will be covering with comedian Ant Perez. Yes. Ant is a friend and colleague of former guest Nick Dees. We liked Nick. Nick was great. And I think Ant's going to be just as awesome. I am excited. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. So make sure you're back for that. That's all I got. What else you got? That's it for now. I'm going to go dive in the hole in the top of the mountain jacuzzi. Like the space between this dimension and the next. It's always better in the hole. (laughs) 